I think he has a red, a blue, and a black version of this. And then, of course, he has the tank tops. He has the hats. Always 1, representing. Three bet here from the ground. We haven't seen much of that in the match oh, so far. Playing 150 big blinds deep on high stakes duel four. Round one. Playing for a bunch of money. Eric Person. Ops the length. The 4-3 suited. Daniel Negranu makes it 3.3 big blinds from the big blind with Jack-10 offsuit. He's out of position. He doesn't make it too big. He wants to get action. He's flexing his muscles. Let's go to the flop. Excuse me. There's a limp in a race. Ace-Jack-7 on the flop. Negranu with the best of it here. The flop comes. Ace of hearts, Jack of diamonds, Seven of clubs, giving Daniel Negranu middle pair. Backdoor flush draw, giving Eric Person four high, backdoor flush draw, backdoor straight draw. Negranu, with his very clear marginal made hand checks, Eric Person decides, and eh, now I'm just going to check it back. Let's go to the turn. 2,000. That's 2,000. Oh, you're doomed. <laughs> I'm doomed. You're doomed. The turn is a dicey card for Negranu. It's the seven of diamonds. Negranu, again, with its clear marginal made hand, he checks. Over to Eric Person. Four high, but a flush draw. This is an excellent spot to bet. And I think it's a really good spot to bet using a relatively big bet, given they are somewhat deep stacked. This is a spot where Negranu could have a seven, but more likely than not, he has either a bad ace, a jack, or some sort of pocket pair. Maybe king high. And if you think about person's range that wants to be betting in the spot, it's going to be a whole lot of like aces and better. And a lot of those hands are going to be sevens because a seven would limp preflop, call a raise, check it back with bottom pair, and now have trips and really, really, really want to make the pot big. Also, person has a whole lot of draws available, mainly flush draws, perhaps some gut shots that decided to not bet the flop, or just a total bluff with something like King X or Queen X that has an overcard to the jack. So... This is a spot where when person should be betting with a range of value hands that mostly beats Negranu's marginal made hands, something like an ace or better, and he has some draws that have some equity, this is usually a very good spot to bet big. So the pot's 2,000. Person does bet 2,000. I don't mind it. He may even want to bet a little bit bigger in the spot if he really wants to apply a lot of aggression, especially if he thinks Negranu is the type of player who is checking, looking to call down a lot of the time with a hand like a jack or pocket kings or something like that. So I think you can go either way between a large bet and a gigantic bet. He does pick merely a large bet. Let's go to the river. Finally. Okay. I might be doomed. <laughs> what did he do? 5,000, sir. 5,000. Am I doomed? doomed? You're doomed. The river is the seven of spades. Daniel Legrand, who has a full house. Captain Zebo theorem, nobody folds full houses. Negranu checks. Eric Person with a four high. Absolutely nothing. He grabbed a pile of chips and put them in. I initially thought he was betting 25,000 into 6,000. I thought, ho, 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 putting the hammer down, I like it. He's basically saying I have a seven. But no, he did not bet 25,000 into six. He bet 5,000 into six, a much more reasonable bet. I think this is a spot where he potentially could go bigger in general because you have to realize he is trying to get Negranu to fold out a hand like pocket eights or a jack or king high. 
And look, when a lot of draws miss, those hands really should find calls a lot of the time. So the way you disincentivize those hands to call is by typically betting bigger. Now, of course, some people will just call a big bet every time because they think you're trying to buy the pot. But in GTO world, which I know Negranu has been studying a decent amount, heads up, I think this is a spot where he's just going to fold more often as you bet bigger. So I probably would have gone a little bit bigger, maybe even a little bit more than the size of the pot. And I would also do that with an ace and a seven because those are basically always good. Seven's obviously always good, but an ace is almost always good too. That said, 5,000. Let's see if Negranu, Negranu. Let's see if Negranu makes the call. Doomed by what? You just have you like ace fold. three off? You're doomed by, I feel like you have a jack and you have to make a call. Wow. I have to? Yeah, no, 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 there's call. no have to. I don't you think you can get away everything. from this, sir. I can't, I can't. I might, I probably I will. I don't think you will. Wow. I think I will. Yeah, well, look at this guy. He just told me what I have. That's my move. Tell people what they have and then bluff them off of it. I'm going to use one of these. For a recreational poker player, Eric has a pretty good read on Daniel's hand in this exact scenario. If someone was to read you just like that on the river and then tell you your hand, would that make you more likely to call or less likely to call, given we are in a spot where we are bluff catching? Take a second, think about it, and let me know in the comment section down below. This so is this is what I do. That's my play. thing. I tell them what they have. Well, it's too late. I already did it. You did? So you tell me, tell me what I have. Maybe I what, saw it from you on TV. What do you have, though? What do I have? Yeah. What are you pretending? You have an ace? I don't need to pretend. You're saying ace. Why'd you, why'd you bet so much? I feel like you have a jack and you have to call. It seems honest. <laughs> but he's a, he's a car salesman. How am I supposed to trust that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, hmm. You got a chip lead. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you did the ace little limp thing before, so maybe you're doing that again. You're overthinking. You're right. I am overthinking, so I'm just going to fold. Go with the first cut. Wow. The 3 4. Damn it. The oh my God. <laughs> the right. speech play know. worked. <laughs> Very nice. That was amazing. <laughs> now you do have to call next mm -hmm. time. Wow. Yeah. Obviously. I'm so yeah, impressed right move. now. Tell them what they have, and then, you, then they're like, oh man, if he knows what I have, I guess I got to fold. <laughs> Look, when someone names your hand, and it's a hand that probably should not fold, and then they still want to put in money, and it's the amount of money that's actually kind of a reasonable amount, <laughs> I mean, that seems strong as strong could be to me. And look, I don't know if I would have found a fold with this full house like Negranu did, but I think it's actually quite reasonable, because I think person's going to have a whole lot of good hands when he says this. That said, that said, that said. It's important to realize that a lot of people who do a whole lot of talking at the table, and if they are playing decently high stakes, are probably pretty good at that skill. And of course, Negrandu does a lot of talking too. I'm sure he is one of the best table talkers in the world. That said, against some people, you just don't want to play their game. And if I know that person relies on table talk, and I don't necessarily have a clear read on what his table talk means, just ignore it. Of course, you always want to be trying to pay attention to everything at the poker table, but if you cannot decipher any clear information from the things your opponent is saying, just ignore it. That said, <laughs> this track 10 is a spot where you should always call in GTO world. 
But given the way person acted in this hand, I certainly do not fault Negranu for the fold. He does let it go. He concedes the pot. Person scoops a nice one, but it did not help him. Negranu later crushed his soul and won another round of heads up duel. That's me for today. If you enjoyed today's video, do me a favor, click the like and subscribe button below. And if you want to see another round of high stakes duel featuring Dale Negranu and the great Phil Helmuth, self-proclaimed greatest heads up player in the world, where Helmuth ends up being furious. Hmm. We have that video lined up for you next. Good luck, have fun. And if you bluff, I hope you can get your opponent off of full houses.